right. It's been so long, I forgot how we start. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a little rusty. A little rusty. Uh, episode 248. Hi, Internet. That's how we started. There we go. There Back you go. Track. I, was, I was waiting for that. Hello, Internet. It's Welcome. Like we never left. To episode, a long-awaited 248th episode of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online. This, what? What has it been? Like two months? Three months since November. Three months? This yeah. quarter of a year? Yeah. Uh, this financial quarter. We should What's just it? do, let's just do a quarterly. Yeah. Quarterly. quarterly and we'll talk about Taylor Swift every single time. Every, this is now a T-Swift podcast. But hey, before we get into all that, uh, I'm your co-host, Derek Bowling. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. And uh, now, we, now we can get it. Now we welcome get back, it. everyone. I just wanted, uh, I guess we should just address what's been happening in our lives. And that's nothing because we have babies. Babies Derek, have been happening. Derek got busy because he now has two children. And uh, instead of doing the thing where, like, last when Derek hurt his back, what was that, two years ago? Uh, that would have been. That would have been the first COVID year. So I was 2020, four years ago. So, anyways, Damn. yeah, I had ro- uh, rotating guests hosts but i didn't do that this time because i also have a baby and it's you also have a baby hard too hard to uh do all that stuff so i've been recording some dale shows and stuff and then but from the t swift ball we had it we had to dust off the jerseys and get back in the game this was interesting to me because you were yeah i don't know if you dust dust off the pads dust off yeah. the dust off, dust off, dust the, off the, old... the the football helmet, shoes dust off the jock strap hand uh, egg shoes out of everything that has happened in the world in the last three months the thing where you were like we have to podcast about this was taylor swift oh well we had to talk about this because since we stopped doing this i have paid less attention to like pop culture news and i've just been binging political news and like what's going on in israel and stuff and like not we're not talking fine. about that because the fastest way to get canceled is to just state your opinion on Israel. And we're not going to do that because there's no winning and we can't change anything. So we'll just, we'll just say human death is bad and leave it at that. Yeah. I'm I'm opposed to all death and suffering unless it's people who deserve it. Like the wealthy. That's true. And then continuing on, but I, but as Derek was alluding to, I was like, we got to get back. We got to get the band back together to talk about T-Swift. And that's because it's been like three layers. First, there was a layer like two, like the second last episode we actually recorded was about Swelchy, uh, Travis Kelsey. Is it Kelsey or Kelchy? Kel- Kelsey, I think. Travis Kelsey. Kels, I think they came, went on record Yo, to say it's pronounced. But I'm not saying like Kels. That. Yeah. So we're gonna, I we're will gonna do, make an effort to say Kelsey instead of Kelchi. We're going to do Kelsey. But you I can, like Swelchy. Yeah, Anyways, you know, and Taylor the Swift, top. their fucking integrating relationship of branding. <laughs> but uh, it, the internet blew up on one hand because it was like everybody, all these dudes were upset because Taylor Swift was fucking interrupting their Sunday night football. And they're like... I ignore my wife to watch football. I don't want to see someone else's girlfriend on my screen. I just want to see thick dudes in tight pants playing ass grabbies. Swinging their dicks around. And then 
it went up a notch when all these women are like, oh, boys are crying. And then all these like white knight in, like dudes were like, yeah, dudes, you should just respect that women like the game now. And then men stepped it up and they're like, you know what? I'm not watching the Super Bowl. And then I was like, well, maybe, maybe that'll be romantic. Maybe, maybe. Uh, old Kels will propose to old T Swifty. There was a betting line that he would. Well, the odds were that he would not. Uh, oh, and really? that was that was the bet I made. And I made some money. How much money did you win? Oh, it was a very small bet on very small odds. So I won like $3. Nice. Wait, how much did I win overall betting on the Super Bowl? Yeah, because you, bet... you bet the Chiefs to win, didn't you? No, I bet the 40. Because like, I fucking hate the 40. I hate the fucking 49ers. I fucking really? hate them. I hate them. I hate their fucking idiot fans. I hate their dickhead players. I fucking hate the 49ers football organization and everything affiliated with it. So I bet money that the 49ers would win because then at least if my worst nightmares came to life, I would have made a little bit of money. That's uh, a good point. And you know what? Watching them lose was absolutely worth the like $35 I bet <laughs> on them to win. So, <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. You know how there's that like, meme of brock purdy cycling around and it was like him being excited in his outfit and someone was like this is what like i'll put it in uh, if i find it i'll put it in this it's like brock purdy looks like a kid's halloween costume of a san francisco 49ers football player <laughs> and i saw that and i was like oh why why do they care about what the kicker looks like i had no idea he was the quarterback he's the quarterback you he just looks it? like some rando dude. He looks like the like scrawniest white boy from oh goodness. Uh, you know how I found out? He was actually what are you looking at? I'm trying to look up my betting winnings. Did you realize you just turned into an old woman? You're like, oh goodness. Oh, okay, so I bet thirty dollars total. Yeah. And I won. $36 oh, on all my bets. So everything's me. coming up. Derek, go me. I'm $6 richer. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks yeah, for so gambling. The way I actually found out Brock Purdy was the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers was I didn't watch the football game. I went and did a bowling tournament, which I got my dick punched in and didn't even make <laughs> it to the finals. I got knocked out in the knockout round. But anyways, it was on TV on mute. And then they kept quoting about how fucking Brock Purdy was like the lowest drafted starting QB ever. And I was like, Oh, that guy's not a kicker. Good for him. He's, not. He's a full on quarterback. He is not a kicker. Is he despite good? Despite being built like one. Uh, no, I fucking hate his guts. And I think he's uh, incredibly overrated, but he did manage to take that team to a Super Bowl. So good. Yeah. For him. And overtime in the Super Bowl, which how often does that happen? Uh, this was like the seventh time in history, I think. Okay. Do you want, do anyway. you want to, do you want to mansplain football overtime to me? Cause I don't understand it at all. So, well, they changed the rules this year. They just playoffs. changed them. They changed the rules because, okay. So up until this point, the football rule was each team in overtime. Yeah. Got a possession of the ball. Yeah. To try and score points, but just touch, one possession. But a touchdown. Well, yeah. depending on how it plays out. But yeah, just mm -hmm. one possession. But a touchdown. If they scored a touchdown, that was sudden death. Like if if a team scored a touchdown, that would end the game. And that they seems had this unfair. 
Well, here's the thing. It had never really mattered. And then last year, it was your last year or the year before in the AFC championship game, it was the Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs. And it was the most fucking insane football game I've ever seen in my life because they both like traded scores in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter where mm-hmm. it was like the Bills went up and then you were like, oh, no way Mahomes comes back and like ties it. And Mahomes immediately came back and tied it. And then you were like, oh, no way Josh Allen is going to like march down the field and get more points and win the game. And Josh Allen did that. And then Kansas City came back and tied it on the last second field goal and then it went into overtime and Kansas City won the coin toss and so they elected to receive the ball so they marched down the field scored a touchdown game over that was it so they they had to change the rules where they were like okay now each team gets a possession regardless seems way more fair which is more fair and then if both teams score a touchdown uh then it would go into like double overtime Mm -hmm. but if a team, which is what happened in this case, Brock Purdy shit his little kicker boy pants and only got his team a field goal, mm-hmm. and then Patrick Mahomes marched down the touchdown or marched down the field, scored a, a game-winning touchdown. So nice, the good guys won. So yeah, this was the first year with the uh, the new rule overtime rules, and even some of the players on the Chiefs, the guy who caught the touchdown, for the winning touchdown for the Chiefs, had no idea. They just won the game. He was just like, oh, I scored a touchdown. Like, cool. And it wasn't until Patrick Mahomes, like, ran into, over to him and was like, dude, we just won the Super Bowl that it, like, sunk in for him. So, like, a lot of the players had no idea what was going on. Anyway. Nice. The Chiefs yeah. were underdogs in every playoff game they played. And everyone is saying that uh, the, even the Chiefs advancing to the Super Bowl was just a media conspiracy by the NFL to get more people watching the game because of the presence of uh of taylor swift there did you hear they somebody uh spitballed how much money worth of brand awareness just having t swift this season did for the uh kansas city chiefs supposedly it was 350 million dollars worth of branding advertising and awareness just having i believe it and that I was before it. the playoffs. That was before the playoffs. I believe it, but I'm also like, well, yeah, but like, okay, so they make $350 million now, but like a lot of these people are not going to be lasting football fans. They are in mm-hmm. it for as long as Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are dating, which yeah. I was surprised because when this whole relationship started, I was like, oh, this is some fucking like stupid thing arranged by their publicists to like, yeah. Have like because it what one of the most football famous football players in the world and the biggest pop star on the planet, uh, getting in like this arranged whatever relationship thing mm-hmm. to just like inflate both of their brands. Uh, and but like I was surprised because at the end of the game, they showed like this shot of um uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift like hugging and smooching and congratulating each other. Well, I guess she just would have been congratulating him, but it like. It seemed like they genuinely liked each other, which I was a little, I was like, oh, maybe this isn't just a fucking publicity stunt. I I think that's the most surprising thing for everyone. Like, I remember when they, when there was like pictures surfaced of Taylor Swift hanging out with Kelsey's mom and people are like, oh, I guess this is more than just like a fling. I guess this is real love, but it makes sense. Like to me, Taylor Swift 
like all these guys are like, I can't believe she's dating him. Was she seeing him? But Taylor Swift has dated who like Harry Styles and Calvin Holy Harris. Shit. What? I did not know she had dated uh, Tom Hiddleston. I did not know. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking at the list right now. Cause I was like, okay, what is the like long-term financial impact of the Kansas city chiefs based on Taylor Swift's average relationship length. So we're mm-hmm. going to go, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to yeah. get a spreadsheet here. We're going to break it all out. So, okay. Okay. You ready? Come, yeah. come with me on a math journey. Fucking spreadsheet me, buddy. I love it. Spreadsheet spread- my face. <laughs> spread, spread, spread it. <laughs> spread that sheet. Okay. Okay. So first up we have Joe Jonas. Oh, 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 they weren't together that long. A Jonas brother. You Joe say. Jonas. She was what fifteen? Uh, two thousand and eight. Wait, what is it? Two thousand and eight. So yeah, she would have been pretty young. That's she would have been twenty nine. No, what? 19? How old is she now? Two thousand. She's ten years was... younger than me. Isn't she? Isn't her birth year nineteen eighty nine? Isn't she thirty three so right now? Been, all right. So sixteen years ago. Yeah. So she would have been seventeen. Seventeen. She she dated Joe Jonas for yeah. July, August, September. Three. We're gonna say three months. Three. All months. the three month high school relationship where you're like, I don't know how I feel, and That's then you cute. break up. Okay. Okay. Lucas Hill. Lucas Hill. Lucas Till Till. I don't know who that is. Oh my god! Is that the fucking guy from Bandersnatch? I gotta look who up Lucas who it is. Till. If she it's the guy from Lucas Till, T I L one month T I L L T I L double. Oh, that guy's not Lucas bad. Till. MacGyver, Hannah Montana. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a blonde wolves? guy who's hot. The oh, fuck is wait. wolves? Wolves? I don't wolves. know. It looks like Jason. He Mabon. looks familiar. Like he's got a bum chin. Bro, bum chin. Bro, this is a werewolf movie with Jason Momoa in it from 2014. Have you really? not seen this? This seems no. right up your alley. Wolf. I should have seen it. <laughs> okay. I definitely should have. She dated that guy for one month. Damn. It says fall 2009, Taylor Lautner. So Taylor Lautner. I is that even say... long enough to get a song out of it? This one month relationship? Uh, Yeah, he, he probably has at least one song about him. Okay. 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 I wonder if she wrote a song about werewolves. That'd be dope. December twenty or two thousand nine to February two thousand. Okay, wait. What are we on four? Yeah. Wait. Taylor Lautner was number three. Taylor Lautner number three. That's number the four, guy from John... Twilight, right? Yeah. Number four, okay. John John Mayer. Okay, that's five. Also three months. Ooh, John Mayer. Ooh, she's lucky she didn't get an STD from that guy. Wait, 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 wait. Isn't John Mayer awkwardly older than her? And wasn't she still young at this time? Hold on. What year was this? Maybe it was just a byproduct of it being a different time. Nobody really raised eyebrows about it. It was 2009. Okay, hold on. So she would have been 18. John, and John Mayer is 46 now. In 2008, he would have been, ooh, 28? That's a decade. Uh... What's that, half plus seven? Nope, she's too young. 
21, half plus seven, 14 plus seven, 21. Gross, John Mayer. I'm surprised more people weren't, uh, more people weren't upset about that. At the like time. you said, yeah. it was only 16 years ago, which hurts my soul to say that 2008 was 16 years ago, but it was a different time. And that was before me too. And that was before we actually called out dudes for being creeps. Yeah. We're more evolved now. No, we're not. We just, we wait. Okay. We're okay. At, who's number six? No. One, two, three, four. Number four. You can't skip number five, Dale. He's the best one out of all I thought, of them. I thought John Mayer was number five. No, we got Joe Jonas. Yeah. L- Lucas Till. Yeah. Taylor Lautner. Yeah. John Mayer. Oh, okay, you're right. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, snap. From that Oct- is an unlikely pairing. From October 20... 20- Why? They're both sensitive to... Okay, October, November, December, January. Four months. They Wait, dated. what year is this? 2009 or 2010? Four, four months. We're up to 2010 to uh, 2011 now. And how old is Gyllenhaal? Uh, he's got to be John Mayer aged ish. I think he's, he's got to be older. Okay. You said 2010. Yes. That would have been speak. Now I'm going to also say the albums that came out. So 2008. Okay. Her first album, Taylor Swift, 2006. Fearless 2008. So all of these relationships happened after Fearless. And right now we're on the Speak Now. Okay. Album. Okay. Okay. Fuck, I fucked this up. Jake Gyllenhaal's five, right? Jake Gyllenhaal's five. Did we figure out his creepy age yet? Uh, no, I, I thought I thought you were going to Google that. I was no, trying to I'm, figure out who her name I'm holding is. up my hand and looking at her Spotify discography. I can't do too many things at once. I'm out of shape. Okay. I'm out of podcast shape, Derek. Next yeah. up. Yeah. Connor Kennedy. Don't know who that is. Should I Google uh, it or is it he worth it? Is the, he's part of the Kennedy. Connor Kennedy is part of the Kennedy family. Oh, it's not just a clever name? <laughs> he's, our, he's Robert F. Kennedy's son. Oh, shit. Do you think she's going to endorse Robert F? That would be amazing. She might. Because they're all shitting—they're all shitting their pants seeing who she's going to um, endorse for oh, the election because she'd have such an influence. It's definitely if she endorses anyone, because I think like up until this point, Taylor knows that like the smartest thing to do is to just stay apolitical, mm. and you don't you don't align with one party or another because yeah. then fucking people who have worms in their brains and uh, decide on everything they like based on political affiliation, don't stop listening to you. So yeah. she stands to make the most money if she just never endorses a candidate. Oh yeah. Cause a lot of her uh, fucking fan base has to be young Republican or the daughters of Republicans. Yeah. Who Both. actually like their fathers. Taylor, Taylor's music is universal. It's so fucking the saddest shit I've seen is like, uh, Hillary Clinton's fucking sad ass Twitter account, like tweeting oh. about being like, yes, queen, like tweeting all this Taylor and trying to like, I have to imagine it's Hillary Clinton herself tried like typing these tweets being like, let me in your fucking club, Taylor, Dude, like, please, I want to be part of the posse. I, I want to shit on this, but 
like for all we know, Hillary Clinton is going into the clubs and going to the champagne room and totally doing the stuff that is rumored. She's proving that Bill Clinton is actually her beard. Yeah. I believe it. Or wait, is she the beard? Is the woman the beard? Okay. It doesn't matter. It's 2024. It's not 2008 where we can, you have we to can date all be beards. a man who's 10 years older than you when you're 18. You could be an ex-first lady and be a lesbo. We can all That's be beards, fine. bro. Yeah, let's all have beards. Okay. Let's all yeah. have beards. We're getting into the real relationships now. Uh, next up, we have Harry Styles, who was also three months. That's not a real one. Okay, that's number seven. And that's still 2010? That is... Uh, no, fuck no, bro. We're, Harry Styles was November 2012 to January 2013. Ooh, she that's likes, when Red came out. She spaced these, uh, these relationships out, so... Weird. She dated someone in 2010. <laughs> Her album came out. Then she had enough material to write Red. So I wonder if there's a song about Connor Kennedy on Red. Uh, wait. When did Red come out? 2012. No, because they dated July 2012 to October 2012. And oh, like I the amount of time. 2000. Yeah. It okay. Takes to like, there is famously. Uh, what's the song about Jake Gyllenhaal? The fucking the really good one. Um. Shake It Off? All Too Well. The only Taylor Swift song I know is Shake It Off uh, and Trouble. All Too Well is not, or Shake It Off is not about a dude, I don't think. It's upbeat. Poppy. It's about the haters, Derek. Yeah. And who's a bigger it. hater than an ex-boyfriend? Touche. Are wait. we on number eight? Oh, What's no, the wait. other Harry one? Is number seven. What's the other song you just said? Trouble. Trouble, Trouble, Trouble. Was that her? Or am I thinking yeah. of someone else? No. Yeah. That's her. I thought you said another one that was also about haters, but uh no. Is it called haters? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're moving on. Okay. okay. Wait, did I lose count? Are we still at seven? We're at uh one, two, Fuck. three, four, five, six, seven. Yes, Harry Styles is number seven. I didn't fail my one job. Okay. Okay. Next up. Yep. Calvin Harris. Oh, DJ Calvin Harris. They dated for Calvin Harris 15 months. Dude, is did he produce 1989? Significantly longer than any relationship she had had. He's old, isn't he? Again, he must have been such a bad influence on her because he's like a British producing DJ. He probably does hard drugs. Did Calvin Harris produce Taylor Swift? Uh, no. Oh, because if he did, I would actually go listen to 1989. That's still the reason why I like the Weekend album because Calvin Harris produced it. Uh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, I did not know that. The not his newest one, the one before. May, June, July, August, September, five months. Okay, next That's... up. How long he dated? She dated Calvin Harris. No, she dated Calvin Harris for a year and three months, fifteen months. Okay, then who's five months? Five months is Tom Hiddleston. That's um, isn't that Loki? That's fucking Loki, bro. Jesus, she dated Loki. That guy's I... like fifty. No, Tom Hiddleston is younger than. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Did we find out how old Calvin Harris was? You, you Google Hiddleston. Calvin or... Harris age. Oh, Calvin Harris is young, bro. 
what? Like relatively. He's for, he's only 40 right now. He was born Shut in 84. Fuck up. Yeah. What? Dude, I liked his album Ready for the Weekend that came out like 15 years ago. And so he would have been that when uh, he was 25. 25. God damn. That song, uh, that album is full of bangers. Tom Hiddleston, 43 years. He's basically the same age as uh, you and I. Oh, that's also depressing. <laughs> You're welcome. He's our age now. He looks so much more adult than us. Wow, Harry Styles is a little baby. He's a little baby boy. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay, keep going. We're at nine, right? Uh, no, eight. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> seven eight no you're right nine okay i'm in a literal spreadsheet right now okay yeah. next up this is the big one okay. i don't really know who this guy is i don't think joe alwyn alwyn alwyn, alwyn. he's a joe british alwyn. actor joe alwyn. he's a british actor him yeah and taylor dated for uh, one month shy of six years. So holy shit, that's so long. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, they just broke up. Uh, damn, Taylor is uh not great at being single. I'm just gonna say she's okay. a rock climber. So her and this Joe guy. Yeah. Uh, broke up in April. Yeah. By May, she was dating somebody. She dated that dude from May until June, and that's what uh, dude did she date from May till June? Maddie Healy of um, oh my god, what's the fucking band? Vampire Weekend? No, the other one. Ooh. Maddie Healy is the singer of the 1975. Thank you. Oh, is Kelchi number twelve? And then, and then we got we got Travis Kelsey. Uh, okay, so hold on, Maddie Healy. She dated for three months, and then we got Travis Kelsey. And we're not gonna okay. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna look at the average length of all those relationships. Yeah. Okay. So the average length of a Taylor Swift relationship in the past mm -hmm. what sixteen years? Yeah. When does this go back to? Yeah, 16 years. 2008. Yeah, the 16. average length of a Taylor Swift relationship has been 9.3. Yeah, but months. that's false because this one six year relationship would screw up the numbers. Okay. So if we take that one relationship take, out, take the longest one and the shortest one off. Well, the short. Okay. That's fair. Just to be fair, because there's a one month in there, wasn't there? Average. Yeah, there there was a one month in there. Average Taylor Swift relationship. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah, four point seven months. <laughs> See that one six year relationship juiced it, fought like doubled it. It really skewed it. You you were right. You good call, Dale. Wait, so how long has her and Kelsey been Kels? So been her and Kelsey started dating in wait what July twenty twenty three? That can't be right. That's before the season That's... started. Is it? Yeah, yeah, no, because he was like, hey, I'm going to go check you out. Come check me out. Oh, wait, it was preseason, wasn't it? 
No, it was like halfway because she only started going to his games. Oh, okay. Popstar who has been linked to Kelsey since September 2023. Mm, okay. Okay. So September 2023. So September, October, November, December, January, February. So she's he's already exceeding nice. the average. He's at six months. Yeah. Uh, that's 1.3 months above average. And uh Wait, what was the whole point of this exercise? To see, because you were like, wow, she's dated a lot of dudes. I don't approve of women having, no, I'm just kidding. You're like, <laughs> I didn't know she dated this many dudes. Well, I, because I knew, because that's like also where she gets her creative inspiration. Yeah. From, right? Like she dates these dudes. She has like a really passionate relationship and then it, it like flames out. And then she goes and like writes the best fucking music of her life and wins fucking 12 Grammys and fucking becomes the like biggest touring sensation on the planet because heartache is universal and we all fucking feel it. Uh, but I was like, Oh, I was talking about how they legitimately seem to like each other and how yeah. they said, like, I believe this has had outlasted her, um, her average length of, of relationship and how that was a testament to the fact, like they're actually dating. This is not some, just some like hokey, uh, publicist i mean it's probably that as well because there is there's there's money to be made oh yeah definitely oh do you want to talk about money because i got all nerdy and i looked up all the money because everybody's like she's only with travis kels for the money and i was like i don't nobody really said that she's like the somebody said that someone's like um someone said that his net worth was 70 million which is wrong they're like, his net worth is 70 million. Now you know why Taylor's with him. And then everybody was like, bro, you don't even know. Like she made 72 million in 2022. And that was a light year. She made like, I think she made, okay. She made here. I'll just run through the numbers. Cause someone was saying that she would make 350 million in 2023, but she actually made. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, she made around 350 net. But here's some numbers. So Forbes from December 3rd, Wait, 2023. Year? Yeah. But she made more than that because that was like that was before that was like a couple months before the end of the year. So uh her net worth right now, estimated by Forbes a month or two months ago in December 3rd, is 1.25 billion. She has 500. Yeah. With a B 500. These, these are gross, by the way, she gets 500 million royalties touring. That's where half of it. And then 500 million of that is her catalog. And then she has 120, she has $125 million in real estate. Her era's tour ticket sales grossed 1 billion in 2023 and they're estimated to gross another billion in 2024. The merch from the Eras tour, guess how much she's going to gross off that? 800 million. 200 million off yeah. just the fucking merch. Oh, that's just merch. Yeah. Bro, she's going to gross five times Travis Kelce's net worth. On t-shirts and glitter, <laughs> like that. Wait, do they sell? Do they sell glitter in her shirts? I, I, I no. There was this thing where she was obsessed 
one of the drop knocks on her was how she was just so obsessed with glitter and being girly because you know she's a girl for girls. Uh, yeah. And her, who gives a fuck? Let her be girly. What? What? She has to make heartbreak music pandering to men. <laughs> Is that what we're demanding of our female yeah. pop stars now? Get camo instead. Uh, so her eras, the eras tour made two made a billion and is going to make another billion. Yeah. The movie of the eras tour All right, made two hundred and fifty million. When was the last time there was a pop star that was like this universally pop? What like Michael Jackson? Beyonce, I think, would be. They were not showing Beyonce, and there's probably reasons. You know they that. could. You know why they weren't showing Beyonce? Because you know who actually runs. And sets up the fucking halftime show for Super Bowl. White who's people. on contract? No, it's Jay Z's company, Rock uh, Shop or whatever. Uh, rock Buddy, Rock or whatever. I don't know. Rock, what it's... rock up. Yeah. It used to be Rockefeller Records. Yeah. But then it got changed to Rock something. Oh. Uh, but he's the guy. Well, he that, can't. That'd be a conflict of interest. Yeah. So like, that's she, why. She did do the Super Bowl though, didn't she? Beyonce did this. Yeah, Super she did like. Last year, the year before, but that's why Rihanna did it last year because Jay Z owns Rihanna. Oh, also, I was going to get to this later, but do you know who actually has more money than Taylor Swift? Rihanna has 1.4 billion net worth. I didn't know that because she had disappeared, no. but most of her money's what? from her fucking um, what is it? Oh, she's like because she has like uh. Fancy clothing $1. line. Four billion dollars. Where's she getting yeah. money from? All I right. just told you the the, yeah. the clothes and stuff. Okay. And this year, Taylor Swift is Time Person of the Year. She's Apple Music Artist of the Year, just because she streamed the most, and she's Spotify's most streamed of 2023. Guess how many streams she has? A lot. 26.1 billion. And. Okay, hold on. Let me. Uh, I, what? I was gonna do the math on because you get paid like fractions of a cent per. Stream. I did the math already. Do you want me to tell oh. you? Fuck yeah, I do. That. So Dale, you get look at you, you you get point zero zero three to point zero zero five cents per stream. Okay. So twenty six point one billion. That means last year streams alone, just Spotify, she made seventy eight point three million to a hundred and thirty. Point five million, and if we translate that into Travis Kelch's net worths, that is almost two of Travis Kelch's to just over three of Travis Kelch's net worths. She's the fifth most powerful woman of the year on Times or on Forbes list, behind Ursula Ursula von der Leyen, the European Commission president. I don't know either. Don't feel bad. Christina Lagarde, a European Central Bank president, and Kamala Harris, vice president. Georgia Maloney is the Italian prime minister. And the only reason I said all these four people is because they're people you figure would be the most important, the most powerful women. They're like bank leaders or like European commission leaders or prime ministers or vice presidents. But then she's number five. And then guess what number? Beyonce is okay. Just, hold up. Yeah, what? Well, I like Taylor Swift has to be more powerful than the fucking prime minister than of the vice, Italy. than the vice president to weekend at Bernie's Joe Biden. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, to both both of them. Like, I think Taylor Swift has considerably more influence. Number one, nobody outside of Italy has any fucking idea who the Italian prime minister or whatever is. Uh, People in Italy do. Yeah, but outside of Italy. But I, you take all the people. Okay, wait. You think there are more people inside Italy who know who Taylor Swift is or more people outside of Italy who could name the Italian prime minister? That's a very good point. You should write Forbes. Do you want to hear? <laughs> I, like, hear... I demand a correction in your fucking article. <laughs> Make her number one. Do you want to hear the four <laughs> metrics they judge woman of the year by? Yeah. Money media impact and spheres of influence which she has more money than all of them but the spheres of influence and the media and the impact is how she beat fucking rihanna who has more money than her because she has more impact rihanna's number 74 on forbes most um powerful women and with 1.4 billion she's only 74 that's because she like hid away to have babies and like nobody's seen her in like five years she would except for last year when she was in the super Bowl. yeah house. before that of course <laughs> uh beyonce's number 36 with a paltry 540 million dollars net worth <laughs> get with it yeah fuck beyonce just kidding <laughs> i respect you i respect you yeah those are the only those are the only money notes i have uh okay question do you mm. think if Taylor Swift ran, just like surprise declared that she was running for president as an independent in this year's election, could Taylor Swift upend the entire political system and get enough votes to win? She wouldn't get enough votes to win because a lot of her fan base is younger than 18. Fair. She could put it dented and she, you know what she would do? If Taylor Swift, vote. if Taylor Swift ran, she would guarantee a win for Donald Trump. It's true because all the people who would vote for Taylor Swift would be Biden voters, and all the people who were going to vote for Trump would hate that Taylor Swift was running for president and then vote for Donald Trump. Because why? Why would they hate that Taylor Swift was running for president? Damn. Because they're conservatives, and conservatives are evil. Well, I was good. You could have just said they don't like. I don't think they're evil. They don't they like don't, women. They don't like women very much. Well, I I think it's not that they don't like women. I think it's like to live the life of a conservative, you need women to think they're to less like than women. men. Otherwise, your lifestyle doesn't make any sense or work out. Yeah. Because you can't be an adult man baby without a surrogate mother, who is your wife, to look after you. Right. Mm-hmm. But she's just there to care for your needs. She's yeah. not really, she's just like an appendage to you, the man. And she's there to like help you out. But mm-hmm. she's not like, she's not like a person with like hopes or <laughs> dreams or ambitions or thoughts of her own. Yeah, it's because like, as soon as you admit that she's a person with thoughts and dreams of her own, then your whole lifestyle falls apart because you're like, <laughs> I can't treat someone like less than me. Yeah, that, that makes me feel guilty. So you have to like cut off the empathy just so you can be the full on man of the house. You got to mm-hmm. if you want to be the man of the house. And I hope there's kids listening to this podcast. <laughs> if you want to be the man of the house, you need to treat women like an appendage and if you are emotionally evolved 
and you have a fully developed pre-cortex of your brain, you can't treat women like an appendage because you will feel guilty and bad because your emotions work. Yeah. So you won't be able to live the ideal conservative life. Just squelch those emotions deep down inside you through copious amounts of alcohol and mm. treat women like an appendage and be the, be the man your father was, is what yes. I want to say to everyone. <laughs> um, well, yeah, because we saw the fucking, can we talk about the Taylor Swift Super Bowl outcry? Because like so many people were so fucking mad. Oh, wait, I have season. one. I have one more number. Oh, wait. Okay. Before we get it. Sorry, I don't want to derail you or anything. No, Taylor. I just wanted you, to say. They did some guy on Twitter, some rando, some Dodgers fan did a running total of the time of the amount of times they cut away to Taylor Swift. I don't know if he was including the end, but it was 10. Yeah. Which is that. that. Okay. So the Vegas, I thought it would be more. You you could bet on how many times they were going to show Taylor Swift during the game. Oh yeah. And, and the line was over or under five and a half times and oh. easiest money I have ever made in my life. You it was bet on it? Yeah. 100%. Nice. And you like, you definitely bet on the, oh, cause there's no way they were only going to show Taylor Swift five times. So we were counting every time she came on the TV Yeah. Uh, just to make sure we, but yeah, we had hit the over by like the third quarter and then the game went into overtime. So there were extra times to show Taylor. Five and a half. How yeah. they show her a halftime? Well, they so that's why they put the line at a half because if you say over or under five, if it lands oh. exactly on five, it's a push. But if it's that's five, if call. the line's five and a half, then six is over and five is under. So betting makes sense. Thank you, Derek. Right? They, okay. They, okay. So a lot of people really fucking mad about Taylor Swift being on TV a bunch. A lot of people just swore off, swore on football altogether because there's a woman on my TV. We can't fucking have that. Uh, or just like getting angry about the it's funny that the thing that like made people angry about the gross commercialization of sports is commercializing not like, the seven million dollars for 30 well, second ad spot dude that's the it's like fucking f- football specifically is a sport that is structured around advertising like the whole yeah. game exists someone did a study and they were like did you actually share this it was like Major it wasn't me. Major sports in uh the United States by like the amount of action time mm-hmm. versus like so how much action time is actually in a game. And tops was uh basketball and hockey were like very close. And in a game of hockey, you have like fifty-three minutes of action. And like or no, you would have an hour because the clock runs for an hour, right? Yeah. Okay, so in a game of football. Wait, I'm gonna see if. But I'm they do, they do do TV timeouts in hockey, so they don't show the actual entire game. So of activity, you would. So 53 minutes does sound right because they do have what are so-called TV timeouts. Okay, here you go. Yeah. So in, uh, so amount of like live action in each sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Hockey was tops with an hour of playtime. Oh, there you go. Like two and a half hour broadcast. Yeah. Uh, Basketball has 48 minutes of playtime in a game. Don't they have four 15 minute quarters? Uh, No, four 12 minute quarters. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, And then 
the the uh, baseball. In, yeah. In a, a full game of baseball, there's 17 minutes and 58 seconds of action. What? Full that game, seems full long. game of baseball. In a full game of baseball, because there's only shit happening. So much of it is them just fucking standing around and fucking yeah. warming up for the pitch and like dudes standing on the bases. This is like ball in play. Shit's happening. There's mm-hmm. only 17 minutes and 58 seconds of action in a game of baseball. Mm-hmm. Football is 11 minutes in an entire fucking football game that lasts for three and a half hours on the TV. There is 11 minutes <laughs> of actual terrible shit happening it's fucking wild and like the reason that is is so they can pack as much advertising as possible Mm -hmm. into the game of football and there's advertising fucking everywhere everywhere in the stadium everywhere on the players fucking commercial spots running they like take tv timeouts and have fucking like commercial spots running there's just like advertising out your ass in a football game so people were of course understandably upset that taylor swift uh, represented the co- commercialization of football. That's crazy. That, that's the breaking point for them. Does yeah, it's so dumb. is a woman in, a woman in a press box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other thing is that like I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. There's this like new satanic panic in the oh, United dude. States. There's it's everywhere. Like like oh uh, you're talking about what Ice Spice did, right? Like by the yeah. way, how tall is Ice Spice? Is Taylor Swift really tall because Ice Spice next to Taylor Swift look like the little kid Annie. The the hair doesn't help. I know she did that on purpose. It, yeah. Uh, hold she on. looks like she, I'm going to guess five, six by how tall she looked. Really? How tall? Wait, hold on. I want to do this first. Taylor Swift height. What are you Googling? Taylor Swift height. Okay. Taylor Swift is 5'9". That's it? That's it. Yeah. So based on that, what would you guess that Ice Spice is? 5'3". Five, 5'2". Five, you were close. She is fucking tiny. That She's is little. tiny. That's funny. She's like because... a little Satan-worshipping child. Yeah. So anyways, the reason we bring her up was like she the camera went on her and then she did the Mano Cornudo horns which is the satanic symbol for the devil. But the weird thing was, it wasn't like she was like, yeah, rock on. She was like looking to make sure she was on the jumbotron. And then she was like sneaky, like did this. And then she like held up her like cross or something. She had everyone saying, I don't actually know what it was. Uh, Everyone was like, it's an upside down cross. And I looked at it and I was like, well, it kind of looks like it's just a symmetrical cross. Like not a Catholic one, but like just a like, just a like, like an axe basically not yeah. like uh not like a cross like but, not like a lowercase t but like yeah. one of these one uh, of the things on. people I... don't realize like if you're talking about people who do actually do satanic shit and dabble in this stuff a lot of them do wear crosses because it's like they're trying to i guess like the theory is from people who've like looked into this stuff the theory is that they're trying to spread the the like the idea of satanism for favor in return like fame and stuff but they wear the cross because they want to protect themselves from that like 
they don't want their own body to be like tarnished by Satan or whatever. They just want to present it to the masses type of deal. That's why Ozzy Osbourne wore a cross in Black Sabbath. And that's why musicians who dabble in that stuff. Wait, really? Is yeah, to true? protect yeah, to protect themselves. Because like they believe in it, but they just want to infect other people. Well, here, have you seen the pen? The pendant like doesn't even look like an upside down cross. It like looks like a fucking snowflake or something. I just thought it was a crucifix with the ice spice. Would you look up pendant? I Great. Saw, Another yeah, thing I have to put in. So people are like, wait, what? I'm looking at the wrong one. I got like, oh, there we go. Um, how? Do, oh, wait, I was going to say, why do they know each other? But it's because they worked on that song. Karma. Did they? Yeah. Which apparently had Jupiter symbolism, which is another like roundabout way for Satanism. I was listening to this podcast that talks about symbolism in music, occult symbolism in popular culture. Check it out. Isaac Weishaupt. He's a great dude. But he was he like went off the deep end because I was I listened to it before this podcast. I was like, maybe I'll get some hints. And it was just like fucking homework and hard chewing. And he had all these like things talking about. But yeah. So, did you find a picture of the actual thing? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like an upside down cross. Uh, I I didn't even see like it it looks like a like snowflake and then there's like a longer piece attaching it to the like Oh like, yeah. fucking design. Like when people were talking about it, I like straight up thought it was like a Marilyn Manson like upside down cross, like just like a cross that had been hung upside down. And you look at it and you're like, "Well, is that even really a cross?" Oh yeah, is it looks cross like just like it looks like almost like an iron cross proportions where it's just like, like you said, it's like yeah. the up and downs are the same. Oh yeah. And it was probably like the reason they think it's upside down is the part that attaches it to the chain. Right. It's fucking nuts. There's so many people being like, she made the signs of the devil and she fucking wore this upside down cross and the NFL oh, and Taylor Swift are trying to push Satanism into our homes. But What's apparently that? Usher did the as above, so below symbolism in this halftime show, which is where you go like this. What is that? It's like as above, so below. It's like a Lucifer, like Satanist thing. It's who like, the fuck knows this? Dude, the people who do it. That's why they do it so that you see the Satanism and it doesn't register, but you're part of the occult ritual. Yeah, but how? How? What do you mean how? Because you see it and then you're like, oh, that's cool. And then you like do it or whatever. Because Usher did the thing where it was like victory avial. Like he says it's something like he holds up a peace sign. So it's like you do it thinking you're cool. You're broing down with Usher. And then you're ushering the devil. Dude, do you want to hear like a scary thing? Have you? Do you know what the Collins Elite is? Have I told you about that yet? Okay, Maybe. the Collins Elite is this like secret society. Did you tell me not to tell you? Anyways, the no, Collins I, I, Elite. Like, you tell me conspiracy shit, and then half the time I just kind of like glaze over. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll keep to... it super simple. <laughs> Basically, the Collins Elite is like a secret group in the Pentagon. It's called the Collins Elite because they met at the Collins Hotel. Anyways, they're like these super Christian dudes and women who are like they hold it upon themselves to keep down satanism and they're the ones who keep voting to keep prayer in school and like are pro-life and all this stuff but apparently they're all getting aged out and this is why satanism is coming in but like 
one of my favorite ways to freak myself out at work, like when I'm just bored doing something, I'll be like, what if this shit is real? And then you just think, because you and me grew up in the church. There was yeah. a point in our life where we were close to believing that God and Jesus and everything like that was real. Yeah. And if that was real, then that means Satan's real. And if Satan's real, where's he going to pop up more than pop music? That's okay. like, that would be his jam. Here's something I yeah. would like to just do a little thought exercise. If you're a listener of this podcast, yeah. number one, go and share this little thought exercise with your friends. See what they have to say. Look at the state of the world right now. And this is with a benevolent God overseeing everything mm -hmm. and like influencing daily life and touching everyone and guiding us to the light and making sure that everything is fucking fantastic as possible for his children. If the roles are inverted and Satan's in charge, could things get much worse? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> like, could, it, could it be, look at the life we have right now and say, oh man, if Satan, if Satan was the guy calling the shots, oh fuck, <laughs> yeah. my life would be immeasurably worse than it is right now. Like, would it? Think about it. Just think about it. I'm not, I'm not saying anything one way or the other. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. think about it. That's a valid point, Derek, but I will not go with you down that trail because I <laughs> am a true believer and I don't want to, I don't want my soul taken. You're just hedging your fucking bets right yeah, now. Dude. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like it's scary. It's scary out there. And so I remember like the, the, the demon shit was like very, very scary to me growing up in the church. And then I'm yeah. like, I'm like, you know, I, I spice is like not a particularly scary person. Yeah. Five, two. Usher? Oh no. Usher. Wait, let's see how tall Usher is. Wait, Usher, what was that guy? Five. Who was the fat guy at the Grammys last year who wore the satanic stuff? Sam, Sam, what's his last name? Who? The gay Bro, guy. I, I, Usher is five, six. Not scary. Okay. Who's the guy? He's like a portly fellow. I like his body shape because it's the same as mine. And he he wore like, he was like, his name's some fuck. Oh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Kate fucking loves him. Sam. Uh, Sam. She, she I just want to say Sam Roberts. It's not Sam. Sam Roberts is the good Canadian boy who wears, he only wears denim. Uh, oh my God. Fucking Sam Smith. That's yes. why I didn't remember it because it's like, such a fucking white. You're gonna name. usher in Satanism and you're gonna just get a portly guy like Sam Smith to do it. You're not gonna get some you're not gonna get the rock to be the guy who ushers in like if like someone who looked like the rock or John Cena or I didn't mean to just say professional wrestlers, but if you're gonna come out you literally at me, just named like three I know that's just because they have nice bodies. <laughs> I watch it. I watch it for the story, guys. Just trust me. <laughs> but if you're going to usher in Satanism, you're not going to come at me with like Usher and Sam Smith and Ice Spice. You're going to come at me with like Jason Momoa. And I'm going to be like, whoa, bro. Yeah. If they want to do it, fucking show out with actual demons. Think how hype people would be about that. Fuck this, like, human celebrity shit. Mm -hmm. You get, like, a real-ass demon, like, hanging out, being all cool, making yeah. music. People would be like, fuck yeah, that's the life I want. I want to yeah, hang dude. with this dude. That would be crazy. The problem, yeah, and then it would be metal, which is kind of dope. But imagine, like, a demon doing, like, pop songs. Like, Pink. But Why not? Demon. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. 
That'd be cool. Uh, so we're at an hour. Toy. Do you want, do you want to talk about anything else, or do you want to do a tight hour? No, we, I want to do tied up. My child has to go to bed. I want to go back. We we should do this more often, though. It's been nice. We uh, should. Shoot, we definitely. I you, fucking love potting with you, bro. Be nice shooting the shit with you, bro. We should yeah, bring. It, we should bring it back, bro. Maybe not every week, bro. But like, I, I yeah, do it yeah, every I could two. Do every other week. Like a, yeah, hey, like a bi-weekly. Hit us up in the comments if you want <laughs> us to do the bye. <laughs> An actual spitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us, tell us if you die, uh, if you'd like to do that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Let let us know. I'd be down for that, Dale. I'll uh, be by with you uh, any any day of the week. Yeah, and I promise this will probably be the last episode we ever talk about Taylor Swift for an hour. Not the last one we talk about Satanism though, and how Satanism no. is infiltrating our uh, our. Oh, hey. Derek, before we leave, a couple things. Happy seven-year anniversary to this podcast. Hey! <laughs> we started February 2017. That's fucking I, wild, bro. The only reason I know that is because I got an email from fucking Transistor, bro. our podcast host. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Transistor. Did you have... We haven't taught... We haven't potted since, before, since last year. So did you have any um, New Year's resolutions? uh wait did i yeah i think it was just like oh yeah it was funny because like i was thinking like prior to this year my mm-hmm. my resolutions were like always like so fucking ambitious like oh, i'm gonna start like 12 podcasts to read 50 books and then this year when i was doing my news resolutions it was literally like get eight hours of sleep a night start <laughs> drinking the fucking recommended it's like the bare essentials for human yeah. survival it was like drink water get sleep <laughs> like that's yeah. it that's drink like... water sleep whoa that's too long yeah. i can't yeah. do too i can't do both it's like... and i'm already fucking failing at the drinking water thing <laughs> like i started off really strong and then i was just like ah oh, this is fucking so much work and there's like there's always coffee next to me or yeah, this dude, delicious dude, non-alcoholic that that stuff counts they Beer? they redid it like last year they were like okay 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 you guys are whining too much. We count coffee and all drinks that contain water as drinking cups of water. Is that so, true? Yes. Drinking eight cups of coffee counts as drinking eight cups of water. Now, you won't be as hydrated as if you drank eight cups of water, but it counts. Oh, the reason I asked you that, one, because I was curious and I think everybody should know your New Year's resolutions. But my New Year's resolution was to white pill people. That's more of a conspiracy one that pilling? came up. So, crash course. There's red pill, blue pill, black pill, white pill. Red pills when you red pills when you start believing in conspiracies. Blue pills when you're like, all right, that's fucking enough. I'm just gonna ignore everything and I'm I'm going back to living life. Yeah. Black pill is when you hear too many conspiracies and you just get very pessimistic about life and you're like, there's no hope. And white pill is when you realize there is hope. Oh, Dale. And I'm just going to try white pill people because I'm needlessly spreading conspiracies and bumming everybody out. But as I always say, the one thing, every time you have a conspiracy, doesn't matter what it is, whether it's Satanism, occultism, rich people trying to fuck you. The one thing that short circuits it all rich pe- is rich people are trying to fuck me. <laughs> is you just get along with each other. <laughs> That's and it. That... That's all you have to do. And I hate the Beatles, but really all you need is love. Oh, not even. Okay, you don't have to love each other. Just 
I got it. Just stop hating each other as it. much. I got it. Yeah. And that's um, how that's how you white pill people. You just be nice to each other. I like that, Dale. That's fucking that's Thanks. how we will overcome all the conspiracies are real. Yes. And uh, you know, Satanism is on the rise and mm-hmm. the it Illuminati is. wants to boil and eat your flesh. Uh Klaus and- Schwab is trying to reset the world. He is the great great reset, but we just need to to love yeah, just love each other. Yeah. Just get along, talk to each other, be cordial in the comments, especially if you're talking about me. I like that, bro. Maybe we <laughs> should make this a positivity like yes. conspiracies but positive podcast for seven years on. later. We're going positive. We're going yeah, we spent seven <laughs> years telling you why you're a fucking idiot for caring about anything. And now we're gonna be like, yeah. oh, peace and love. We yeah, need to rebrand. This is now a mindfulness podcast. How about that? <laughs> it's just us <laughs> doing breathing exercises for an hour every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, all right, Internet, thank you for joining us on this magical mystery tour of Taylor Swift's life. I've been your co-host, Derek Volan. You can find me on the Internet at, uh, oh, wait, on Twitter, I guess, at Herder. You find me on the, in, uh, got me to, on Twitter yeah, at SuperDaleBot. Uh, I guess now I could start posting as the podcast again at Outrage Fact Pod. Sure can, bro. Haven't been. Um, oh, by the way, we didn't even talk about it, but I researched fucking taylor swift's feud with scooter braun and her feud with spotify and we didn't even talk about that so annoying right. why don't you research because we never talk about it <laughs> yeah uh we'll get that in the uh the sequel okay maybe we'll do we'll do another episode an hour long just so i could talk about the stuff i fucking read while i should have been working specifically about that i mean <laughs> you put in the work for it so yeah. uh all I right. Mean, just Google uh, Taylor Swift and Scooter. No, Braun. don't don't Google. No. Okay. You need Dale to explain it to you. Fucking don't <laughs> yeah. Google. Sh- don't you fucking Google a goddamn thing. Dale will explain it to you in the next episode. Yes. <laughs> okay. And until next week. Stay angry. over the top.